Welcome in, listeners, to another episode of the Busby Babe podcast. I am Colin Dams, joined by Matt Barnes, and uh, guess who's top of the league? Top of the league, baby! Let's go! We in here, and I'm not going to be shy about it, because earlier in the season, we were talking about predictions, and I said it's not crazy to think that we could be in a title race. I am not getting carried away, and I don't think that we're instantly going to win or anything, because we still got a lot of games ahead of us. And so do everybody else. But, I mean, this is, and I mean, none of that, that Jose were, like, like that, you were, we were just talking about, like, that unbeaten, and we were, we were actually first very early in the season under Jose, but, uh, fuck that noise, that doesn't count. We had, we had, that, doesn't, that doesn't really count. We've actually played, yeah. you know, the, um, I mean, half our games, time. and this is where we are, so... Yeah, the last time that we were in first place in January was uh, 2013, um, the Robin Van Persie season under Sir Alex, uh, right before yeah. he retired. So, um, yeah, uh, the pressure is on now, definitely. But uh, Manchester United, uh, three straight wins where, you know, we're playing pretty good defensive opposition and we're having to break them down. And it's not looking like it's maybe going to go our way and, you know, someone finds a way through. And I don't care uh, if it's this, gritty, dude. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if it's gritty because this is the Premier League. This is this is, this is what, what defines the Premier League is just grit, you know, through the season, throughout the season and all the physicality and everything. I do think that the rest are horrible, and I'm not going to try to talk about that too much. But we are winning the games that we didn't win before, and that's what – at least I, I we we talked about it's, it's been an obvious struggle point for us. Um, now if we could only figure out set pieces, we might be in business, you know. <laughs> but no, anyways. Yeah. Uh, if we can figure out how to score on set pieces too, and I I know that Harry Maguire did, and it was called back man, you know, somewhat just, controversially man, for that. But man. you know, it should have been three nil, dude. Yeah. I think I think I think yeah. Harry the Harry goal should have counted. Obviously Pogs, and then the. Uh, and then the the penalty that didn't get called because of a foul. Well, that, I, I, that would have just been a free a kick, th- but they probably would have sent him off. If, yeah, I mean, but I don't think that, that was... That, yeah. yeah, I do think that... I think it was a good call on Luke Shaw. Like, that's the one thing that I think the ref actually got right. Like, granted, do I think it's a foul, yes. But if you're also watching play, like, it's... A lot of people forget, like, when you're in the replay and it's so slowed down, you forget about all of the things that are happening. And, like, there's nothing else Luke Shaw does there or can do there. Like, his job is to go and at least get a touch on the ball. And he got a touch on the ball. But yeah, also, I, mean, I forget who was there, who who the Burnley guy was. But they also, like, but he didn't exactly have possession of the ball. So they almost, like, kind of collided. So I thought it was a good decision because it wasn't, like, it, there, there, there's no there's no intention there he definitely doesn't mean that he's just trying to get the ball but I'm, I'm not cool with them us not getting a penalty there but i do think it was like i don't i think they should have just given luke a yellow and then and then address the penalty i don't i get why they did that i thought it was really dumb because it's just like oh yeah we're gonna go all the way back and correct mistakes that you know like and i again that, I, I guess i get my, why they did that was my it my biggest problem with it i like, mean it, they went it wasn't all the way gonna back. be it wasn't going to be a penalty for us because it was outside the box when they brought Cavani down. But oh, that well, is a, it was a red. Yeah, you're right. A red that's, card. I that's mean. A, yeah, like that's a, 
you know, you bring down someone in that sort of goal scoring opportunity, it's always supposed to be a red card. So one, the referee should have just done that from the outright, and you know, VAR can review that. And I don't maybe understand they how that just negates it, the, the but... fact that the penalty or the sorry, the foul just didn't happen. Because they just acted like the foul just didn't happen. They should have at least given, like, if they at least gave him, like, some kind of card, like a yellow something, then I would have been okay with it. And I'm not sure if he did or not. I don't think he did. But. Well, that, that was kind of what the problem was uh, earlier in the season on the uh, play that Virgil van Dyke uh, tore his ACL was because they were worried about the offside of the buildup. So it negated the situation where Pickford fouled him in the first place. And that was kind of the argument that they mm, used. But they, yeah, all, I, they kind of used that as their way to fall back on we didn't think it was a red card anyway, but because this was offside, that, yeah, that prevented us from having to make that decision in the first place, which just feels like bullshit because it happened. Yeah, it, you know, yeah. Like, no, it's yeah, you're just like negating. Like if Cavani had torn happens, his ACL yeah. on that play and then called it back, like uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, no, I, I, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, anyways, we should have. I still I think problem. we should have scored three goals. <laughs> Go back to that. Um, and that's that's fine. We grinded out. We got the three points. That's what matters in the end. Um, bring on Liverpool. Yeah. Um, you, I I think I kind of want to talk a little bit about Paul Pogba too, because I, he showed up in the West Ham game and then he started. He finally earned his starting place back, mm-hmm. and since then he's been really good for us. And you know, there's still this constant cloud above Paul Pogba and Manchester United of, you know, Paul Pogba wants to leave. I mean, that narrative has been here since his, you know, first day. And you know what? If we, if it's been bad since we've been like losing and struggling, but guess what? It's going to get even worse if we start winning. Yeah. It's going to get a thousand. I mean, think about it, dude. Like they talked about Wayne leaving for a while. Mm -hmm. Talk about Rooney leaving, bro. I mean, you know all about that. I mean, that's that's your guy. Like that's just, you know, I mean, like, so, I mean, that's something we're going to have to deal with. But you know what? Um, I'm hoping that people and I've been like really like trying to push for like United. I always am because I love people and especially with the weird year that we did have, you know, I we need to be more united. And of all times, like we don't need to go in like. Granted, we can go and nitpick what these guys did wrong, but I don't think we should just talking talking about social issues like now isn't the time to talk about like agendas you know what i mean and i'm not trying to cut you off like i just Mm -hmm. i think that we all need to be united in that and i do think that i mean hopefully it seems like pogba's got some of his swagger back i mean he it took him a little bit to warm up in the like he didn't really do too much in the first half but in the second half uh yeah i mean this was a game where both he and bruno really struggled to create and that's going to happen against a team like burnley that likes to you know sit deep but oh yeah Pogba ended up being, I, I think, probably our more creative player than Bruno was this game. And, you but know, we need that because a lot Bruno's going to have a bad yeah. day. We need, you know, multiple midfielders on the pitch or on the wings that can do that, which is, I, I think that's part of why people have been calling for Van de Beek to start a bit more. But, I mean, when Pogba's playing like this, why would you start Van de Beek in that position? Yeah. And Also, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I, I was going to say, too, with the whole contract thing, I if Paul Pogba does perform well and it's under that sort of pressure because, you know, one, he's always said he wanted to win trophy trophies here. And if we end up winning things this season and he leaves in the summer, you know, it, it sucks to say goodbye, but 
it'll be the end of that saga. I assume we'd get a hefty Do you think he because, goes? Do you think well, he goes if we win a trophy? I guess it would depend on the size because of the trophy, but... The whole contract situation came down to the money we offered him wasn't enough, so they started making noise. You know, the club standpoint here is it's COVID. They're kind of losing money right now, and, you know, Paul Pogba hasn't exactly been healthy the last couple of years, so he's not his services aren't as available as they have been. So that's why he didn't sign a new contract when there was a lot of talk about him maybe doing that. So this summer is kind of the deadline to try and sell him because it is the summer before his contract expires in 2022. Um, so Do we not have a year extension, or is this the year extension? Uh, that, that is the year extension. Okay. Uh, they already figured that. Yeah, Edward okay. would love those. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I think that's kind of helped fuel this narrative that you know he's playing well because he wants a club to be able to buy him, but... I, I think it's more than that because if you know he plays well, that would also convince United to offer him the money that he wanted. Mm-hmm. So it, I'm not you know closing the door on that situation at all. I, I think that there is a way that Paul Pogba stays, but you know, I mean, since we also have Bruno, like the guy doesn't feel alone in midfield anymore. Like we got yeah. Paul Pogba, and I feel like a lot of people thought like, oh, he's going to play in the middle of the field, and he's going to solve all of our problems. He's going to be able to run box to box and side to side and do everything and score 30 goals a season. Like I think a lot of people just like really kind of like Paul Pogba is a a like a true midfielder. Like yes, he does score goals, and he had some nasty ones at Juve. But I mean, the 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 best plays that Pogba makes are those crazy diagonals. You know, like those are the best yeah, plays. I mean, we watched in the world. Passes, yeah. yeah, we watched in the World Cup, dude. The dude made crazy passes, dude. He made yeah, and a great it was up, completely different uh, team, but I mean. Yeah, I mean, he had Mbappe. He could run on any. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no. The dude could just run for freaking ever. Oh god. Yeah. Like, but I, I, I think that you know there was all that this, you know, bullshit. How do we unlock Paul Pogba nonsense for like a year and. You know, as close to that being a reality as possible, (laughs) you put people around him. I think now, you know, there's uh, Brent tweeted out today that he thinks our problem positions right now are the number six, you know, center defensive midfielder kind of holding deep line midfielder. And I don't really feel like that's McTominay's spot. I don't really know what McTominay's spot is. If I'm being honest, he's kind of strange. Like he kind of plays like. Like, they want him to be, like, Michael Carrick. They play him, like, sometimes he wants to be forward. So I don't really know what <laughs> we've seen every People, people know, want like... Scott McTominay to be this Roy Keane-Michael Carrick hybrid. Yeah. When, in actuality, I think that Scott McTominay's long-term role here is as, like, JaVale McGee. You know, like, he'll come on, he'll get you, like, 10 rebounds a game <laughs> off the bench. He'll get you, maybe, <laughs> 10 to 12 points, too. Like... <laughs> but but you're not you're oh, not going to start him in a championship team. You know, no. you, JaVale McGee can has his role on a championship team, but he is not the starter centerpiece of a championship team. Yeah, 100 percent. And for all of our <laughs> listeners who don't know anything about NBA, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, But yeah, no, I completely agree. It's crazy. You give him help. And I mean, this is the same thing. Like, you know, we were talking about our strikers and our forwards, not. And we're lucky they, that we got Bruno and then Bruno helped them out. And, then, you know, we were talking about service for so many years, you know, like is that, you know, like even when we had Zlatan, we were talking about service. You know what I mean? And like, I mean, it's like 
it's it's not as big of the case now. Aaron Wambasaka's got to get his like offense up a little bit, but I'm not worried about that, dude. I tell you what, all right, I'm gonna give Harry Maguire his one, or right, I'm gonna give him his spot, all right, because my guy played well, and I do think that, and again. <laughs> Give my guy help. It's crazy what happens. Like, Bailly, like, I really, really, really want Bailly to stay healthy because, I mean, wow, dude. Like, guys are just playing so well together. I mean, don't get me wrong. They still make make mistakes. But if Harry Maguire, dude, like, we've already seen Harry Maguire going up for headers more. Like, and that's one thing we wanted from him, you know? I mean, so if Harry Bailly can, like... You know, cover him, dude. Like that's that's what we need. We need the balance. Cause I like Lindelof. I think that if Maguire, like to give Maguire a break, you play Lindelof and Bayi, and I'm fine with that. Like, like you know, at least to try it out. Like, I I just think that Lindelof and Maguire are too similar. Yeah, I, I think the there's a lot of reasons why this partnership's working out. Bayi brings an energy and like awareness that. Maguire has, but doesn't necessarily have the means of, you know, executing as well as Bayi does. I think Bayi well, that, that helps Bailly, you, the fact that he can run. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Bayi is faster. That that helps yeah. one as well. But yeah. um, I mean, Maguire kind of as stationary as he is, he kind of covers everything else. He's leading the league right now in headed clearances and interceptions and blocks. Yeah, I'm going to give my guy some props right now, all right? Like, I want to root for Maguire, but the only reason why I'm still hard on him is because he's our captain. We need to see him play like that every game, no matter who he's playing with. But, I, I mean, he's also a human, you know? Um, I, I think but, what uh, also helped as well that is kind of going, you know, maybe under the radar and is not something I would have really acknowledged the itch. past couple of years. Well, that that is good. But, I mean, Luke Shaw, since he's come back from injury, has been really Yeah, really dude. Good. And he's been pretty consistent, I want to say. Like what, yeah. what you get, what Luke Shaw offers, I want to say he gives that most of the time. He's really ten, uh, tenacious. I think that he could be better defensively, just like Aaron Wambasaka could be better going forward. I think Luke Shaw's like, he doesn't have the best, you know, uh, crosses in the world. I think Alex Tellez is probably the best crosser on the team, with the exception of like, you know, like Bruno. But, but I mean, like, so I mean, like, all of our guys have like the one thing they're good at is just working on being a little bit more complete of a player. Um, and I think that like now it's kind of just like getting reinforcements. I still think we need a center back, you know, like I, I and, the, and we were talking about during your transfer window. It was like, like, wouldn't surprise me if like Rojo went out because like, like it's been made public that he wants to go. It's been made public that Romero wants to go. So I'm interested to see, this is what I meant to say earlier, but I forgot. Uh, I'm interested to see if those guys go out. I don't, it maybe not in January, but the summer, um, mm-hmm. especially since they're just gathering wages. And then you replace those guys with the people we need. It's crazy. It's like it's like how the transfer window works. No, but yeah. we need a center and, back because yeah. I, I I'm really scared about Bai man. Like he's just he like the way he plays. I like the way he plays, but he's very rough on his own body. Yeah, he, know, like, he's almost certainly going to get injured at some point. He's yeah. just his yeah. injury. Record indicates that that will happen again. Well, just the just the way he plays, it's not even just his body. Yeah. Like, I mean, with that block well, he, he made, you know, of, does the role of defensive midfielders and fullbacks at times. You know, he he's good at covering wings. He's good at breaking up play actively rather than sitting back and waiting for it to develop. Yeah, you know, he he gets up the pitch, and it has worked out really well for us at times. But at other times, you know, it's given us really bad injury scares. Yeah, so we still need help in that area because if I'm being real, like 
I think I'm I'm glad to be in a title race now because I I I will say Don't that. Say it. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> well, I mean, either way, halfway through our games, this is still the most amount of points that we've or the highest we've been up on the table since Sir Alex. Because I don't count Jose. I, I don't count it. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> but that was still like October, so it doesn't really count anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we half of our games. So, <clears throat> so I mean. I don't. I still don't expect expect us to win the league, but we're here now. And I mean, like you said with McTominay, do you, like I could maybe see McGuire and Bayi doing well in the future, but again, we're not going to have Bayi all the time. So that's why center backs are important. I think a replacement for Matic is important. I think right wing is very very important because. I, I like Dan James, but I think that experiment has kind of failed because it just seems like his football IQ is not really where it needs to be. Because, And I like the kid, but all he does is run, and when he runs, he, he just runs, 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 and then when he gets stuck because he's got a center back and a right back on him, then he doesn't know what to do, and he can't really cross all that well. So, I mean, like, and, and, and you know, maybe there's time to change, but but we still need help. I don't think we're going to get all that stuff done, but I, I think that, like, looking forward as far as talking about just the team and our depth goes, I think we're, and we're, like, decently healthy. It seems like we're not as tired as we used to be, which was a big thing for us for a while. I always felt like we were really tired playing. And and especially at this point in the season when we should be tired and hurt, we're doing okay, it seems like. So I'm... Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see if we can keep our health. I think that's going to be probably the most interesting slash important thing going towards the end of the season. Is that like, sure, like what 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 people have to get ready for is the next loss because we will lose. I mean, at some point, you know, probably whether it's <laughs> this know. season or next season, like at some point we'll lose. Yeah, okay. I think after after the game this Sunday, it'll be 18 matches, so we're halfway through the season. But the last time we lost in the league was, what, Arsenal? Yes. So, like, we had three losses pretty yes. early. We had Palace, Tottenham, and then Arsenal. So, I mean, I mean, we've, you know, we've fixed a lot of things since then with added pressure of, you know, Pochettino's availability um, and crashing out of the Champions League. And I think that was weirdly such a good thing for Ole. Oh, it was huge. Yeah, it's, it's going to take a mountain of pressure off of him now that Pochettino's at PSG, which I think is, you know, I mean, this is not a United subject at all, but I think is a really interesting hire for them. Yeah. And choice for Pochettino, too, because it's not really the kind of team he's used to managing, one. And two, his expectation is not just going to be, you know, what it was at Tottenham. Like, he's going to mm-hmm. have to do the damn thing. Like, Oh, yeah. It's Champions League or bust over there. So. Which is weird because... I mean, I don't want to be salty at the guy, but like, he still didn't want anything, and they're giving him like big jobs. Like, I, yeah, that's uh, like that's I don't want to be that guy, but I don't see what everybody <laughs> sees in him. Like, I granted, like I know how Tottenham played for a couple of years, but I mean, like, look what Jose's doing with the same team, and we just had Jose. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's, yeah. it's like a whole thing you could sit here and think about in circles for forever. But I, I mean, his best you know, achievements at Tottenham were finishing second to that Chelsea team under Conte Mm -hmm. when uh, I mean Spurs got 86 points that season in other seasons that's enough to win the title but you know they got off to a bad start to the season they recovered and ended the season well but it wasn't enough 
the year before, they could have chased down Leicester City and won the Premier League. But again, you know, they blew up down the stretch. And then yeah, the Champions it, League final. It kind of like, just got unlucky, like a little bit. It seemed like they but, were overachieving. <laughs> you know, yeah. like getting there was incredibly lucky for them, not just in the City match in the quarterfinal, but again, against Ajax, you know, coming and, back late. And Dan Levy does not like to do business, like, at all. Well, he he seems to like it a lot more now that he has Jose. <laughs> I will I will say that I do I do agree I do think it's better. But I mean, I will say I do think Pochettino would be good for youth. But like I'm anyways I'm glad I'm glad that he's he's yeah. at PSG. It takes all the pressure that off Ollie and yeah and now all of the Ollie outer because I'd say like I mean I this isn't a real percentage but I'd say a pretty decent amount of people that were Ollie out were Pochettino in you know like. That's why a lot of people were just mad, like, get the gym teacher out, you know, like, but, yeah. but I, I'm not for it. I've always been all in because I'm tired of, I'm tired of changing coaches. And also all he knows what we're about. And I, and I know a lot of people are hurt. Like United fans are just like hurt, especially after all these years. And, and we were spoiled. Um, but this goes back to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad when enemy fans when other fans are mad at us and they're talking shit and we start to hear it's, rumors it's nice to be the it, most hated again inject that into my veins dude inject all of that negativity into my veins because that's that's where we're meant to be we need to be hated again dude yeah and we can't be united if we're worried about like paul pogba changing his hair and then bitching about it on twitter like that shit doesn't do anything for us yeah. like get over it and let's 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 go at it I'm yeah, really interested. This weekend, dude. I'm lit about it. Let's go I'm really it, interested dude. to see how we are like playing in front. You know, like how this changes the way that Ollie manages and like having a lead because Ollie's entire career up to this point basically has been catch up. How do we get back into the top four? Yep. You know, <laughs> like yeah. when he came in as interim, that was the entire goal, and it wasn't really realistic, but he made it realistic the way that we played under him. Then the next season, we have this awful start again. We get in Bruno. We There's COVID, and you know we get reinforcements for the restart, and everyone's healthy, and we're like, okay, mm-hmm. how do we get in the top four? And you know we did it. We finished third. Now it's – the narrative is – It's hard here. because we didn't win how, trophies how do we, through those, and that's yeah, why how do people we get are that? – yeah, that, I mean, that's another thing. You know, yeah. we've, we lost the semifinal to City last week. We haven't talked about that on the show yet, but he's now lost – Three semifinals, two of them to City in the League Cup, one of them to Chelsea in the FA Cup. Um, we've lost in the Champions League quarterfinal to Barcelona. We lost in the oh, we lost in the Europa League semifinal to uh, uh, Sevilla. Sevilla. And, you know, all of those in their own context had different reasons as why we can you know get the job done. But as a total record, you know, getting to these late stages in the knockout round and then losing, it doesn't look great in terms of where our team mentality is. So if, if we can fix that in the league, then I, I think that could be huge for this team. I just, I agree. Our guys just got to stay hungry and they've yeah. got to be, they've got to feel this. I mean, and I'm sure having Fletcher come in, you know, like coaching them up, like this is what we have to do. We have to make people mad. People have to be mad at us. Like when, when, dude, like every time someone was mad about a Bruno penalty, like when Klopp was complaining about Bruno penalties, I just like watched it on repeat, dude. I was like, I was just like, this is, this is so fucking great, dude. I love this. I love this. Um, Did you see Ollie bring up the old Rafa Benitez facts thing? 
didn't see that. Uh, somebody asked Ollie about Klopp's comments, and he's just like, I can't do anything about it. You know, <laughs> the fa- you know, get these penalties, and you know, that's facts or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, he, he, you know, he, <laughs> that's he's, funny. He, he, he's buying into the banter, I think, of uh, Premier League managers, which is not really something we've seen before. But yeah, that's part of the title well, race also, as well. Like, so. I hate to say this, but I mean, Klopp is does seem like a like a nice dude regularly. You know, so like, no, like that's, seen, that's all that this is from people. Klopp. It's yeah. it's it's you know the manager mind games. It's 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 a part of it, and uh, he, he Klopp is good at it. He did it in Germany as well. Um, but he's he's at a club now where he speaks just so condescendingly, you know, yeah. like he doesn't really mean it, even though he totally like a thousand percent does. Like yeah, it's <laughs> like you know his team is the best right now. You know they they won the Champions League, and then now they finally won the Premier League, and he's. He's in that position where, you know, his team are the ones with the target on him, so he's treating it that way. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense. Also, the pressure is just, I mean, the pressure's on him right now, dude. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it really is. It's, I mean, it's not just us, you know, taking the lead, but, I mean, City's breathing down both of our necks. Yeah. Uh, you know, Leicester's And they're winning, they're winning 1-0 right far. now. I'm hoping yeah, Brighton I, can squeeze a point, I mean, dude. <laughs> if City wins their games in hand, I think they're level with Liverpool on points. I, um, or no, they. I think they're behind us by one. Yeah, they, they are. So. If they if they win this, they're on 16 games right now. They would have played the yeah. City 17 and put them at 35. Yeah, exactly. So. And I mean, Leicester's. I mean, has the same point total, although they have. They have. Uh, they've already played 17 games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, mean, they're at what was it 32 right now? Yeah, they're at 32. Yeah. So 33, Man City um, 32. Yeah. This is gonna be this is gonna stay an interesting Premier League season regardless of what happens the next couple of weeks. But you know, I really you, think we just need a result against Liverpool. We just can't lose. Like I think these are these points are so valuable. Like we, yeah. ta- I think we take a draw because that's a hard draw. But I mean, I mean, obviously we. We go at them. We fuck yeah. them up. We get the. We try to go for the win. Obviously, like like we were talking about earlier. Like we don't want to play for a draw. But yeah. if we got one, I'm not gonna be upset at it because of where we are and because we. And after that, it's really just how well we can play consistently. Because after that, we've got. It's uh, Fulham and then Sheffield United and then Arsenal. I think to I close think out the month. Hold up. <laughs> I had to scroll down. Oh no, I just memorized it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I've looked at our schedule a lot. Um, February is going to be a packed month for us, too, because we have those games against Real Sociedad, which, honestly, I could not give less of a shit about. No. I play mean, the kids. Yeah. <laughs> nah, play Real Sociedad are pretty good. They would take a lot out of us if we played our first team in those games, and mm-hmm. I don't really care about the Europa League, especially if we're in a position to qualify for the Champions League anyway. So. Which, I mean, I mean, our squad's pretty rotated. Like, the one thing that's cool, and I think that's keeping us healthy, is also, like, because we have such a big midfield, like, we have so many players in the midfield, I think that's that's been, like, one of the key factors, is, like, Pogba get like, you know, we're talking about Pogba, but Pogba getting healthier and then playing consistent, because I don't, I'm not 100% sure that he really got his way into the first team. I think it was just, like, him being completely healthy and, like, finding his... Yeah, because oh, I mean, a, a regular COVID. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I and I haven't had it, so I don't. No know, I, yeah, yeah. No, I can only imagine. But, but, uh, but yeah, dude. Like, I, I mean, our midfield being healthy is is very important. The only thing is, 
is if we take out Bruno, we are not the same team. And that is the only unfortunate part. So yeah, I think running the hell out of Bruno is one of the only things I'm actually like really worried about. Besides that, I mean, it's obviously center back depth, depth but I mean. Yeah. I mean, hell, if, if he's having a bad game against Liverpool, let's just win a shitty penalty right at the end and win it. Dude. Oh, dude, I saw that. I was like, uh, wouldn't it be great if we won the game like this? And it was like Fernandez. Not, it was in a the ninth or the hundredth minute <laughs> and it was i was just like oh man dude i was the like 90th plus 10 <laughs> yeah yeah 90th plus 10 i was like oh my god inject this dude i love it i love it but i mean but the fact that Klopp had to make a comment about us worried my guy is worried yeah hey no, man uh... hey man we're coming dude we're coming we might we might not play consistent this entire year but we're, I mean, we're in even, a better spot than we have even been. Even if dude. we finish second or third, time. I mean, this team is growing. It's 100%. it's not it's not a project that isn't like at the end of its life. You know, I, Ollie Ollie is working towards something, and I think that you know. Well, here, Colin, I'll, I'll, this I'll is this. this is a yeah. Go okay, ahead. so in college football, players only have four years to play, maybe even three. So when they change a coach. The coaches can't just get players out. They've got to wait until they've got their whole recruiting class in. It, I know this is a huge thing. I'm sorry for all of our European <laughs> listeners. But, okay, so anyways, basically they it, have a limited amount of time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And they're not, like, and for us, if you play a completely different playbook, and I know this is a completely different. So, like, let's say we're playing park the bus versus what Ollie's doing now, whatever it is, <laughs> when we need to, right? Like, it's a completely different playbook and he's still got players now granted i'm glad that some of these players could still find their like form in ollie's team because like matic like a lot of people don't talk about matic but he found his way in ollie's team dude's a premier league winner he is a professional like we've gotten some of these guys and ollie has gotten guys out like we wanted fosu menza to be you know i mean we talked about him a lot you know a couple years ago we really wanted him to be the next thing didn't work out ollie got him out i mean and we talked about Lukaku and Fellaini and Darmian and like the way that this team is changing, like it just takes time. And especially with this board, it's gotta be a nightmare, dude. It's gotta be a nightmare, especially with COVID nightmare. It's like every, every, all of the little variables eking, equaling up to a giant shit equation. <laughs> that is like the things that we've been dealing with and we are, we have dealt with it and we're here now. So the people just gotta be just a little more patient because we're getting there. Like, it, it's difficult, and Ollie had to get his guys in to play the way he wanted to play football. And, I mean, we've been hurt. And then, like like I said, COVID happened, all of this other stuff. So, I mean, like, it's it's not easy. I know it's, like, very hard for the modern Man United fan when we're so – we have been spoiled. You know, Sir Alex really spoiled us. But we are not that team anymore. Sir Alex isn't here anymore. This is us now. This is what we have to do now. And we're, yeah, we, and we're, we're rising. It's just taking time. That's all it is. We learned from that period after Sir Alex that there is not a manager that we can bring in and will immediately fix everything. And now and that we have someone we're trusting, yeah. Now that we have someone who is like willing to take the time and you know take the blame for things, mm-hmm. um, which is something you know Jose and Van Hall both were not willing to do. Um, it, you know it it takes time, but if 
we start showing results. Yeah, you know, if this is a trend towards something, then uh, I'm feeling really good about it. Also, I mean, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but worst case scenario, let's say Ollie gets sacked. Regardless, this team whoever still, comes in is in a much better in, yeah. shape than Ollie yeah, was in. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And don't get me wrong, I was tired of hearing that shit out of Mourinho because he was like, "Well, if I you, they have these players and these players, and then Ollie's like, out, out, out. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll keep Matic. That's it. All you other guys later. Uh, yeah. But no, nah, dude. Like, it just. And I, I thought my college football analogy was good. Just only some people understand it. But, but I mean, it's it's been. It's it's. I, this whole time, I've just said we got to give them time. It's just hard with making people patient, especially the modern sports fan. It's, I mean, and that goes with anything. That goes with American sports. That goes with, you know, anything. But, yeah. but yeah, I'm I'm ready for it, dude. I mean, I'm ready for it, dude. We just gotta we just gotta get this dub this weekend, dude. Yeah. Ninety um, plus ten. <laughs> Ninety plus ten. <laughs> twenty-one. 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 <laughs> 21 and 21. I don't I don't care how we do it. Let's get it done. We're yeah. here now. Let's 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 enjoy the moment and fight for it. Let's do it. I'm excited. Yeah. Um well that is going to do it for us then. Um So what's your wait, what's your score prediction? Let me ask you that. Um it's hard. I don't I don't know. It's so hard. It's so hard. I'll it could be 3-3, three, three. it could be 1-1-0, one, one, it could be nil-nil. I'm going to say nil-nil. Oh man. Oh god. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one nil. United penalty go last minute. Of course. Why not? Why not, you know, dude? Banter FC. Oh god, dude. Ooh, I'm so excited. I have Sunday off, bro. I'm gonna get to watch it. I'm gonna the whole thing too, because I watched the Burnley game, but I actually like watched the first half and then had to go into work. Yeah. But all right, dude. Let's get it, dude. 